How are you doing, Jeff? I am fine. How are you? I am okay. That's cool. We're going to talk about robots today. Yeah, we are. He will be here in less than 30 seconds. So if there's anything less you than have to 30 say about seconds, him, if you have anything to say about him, now is the time. I don't like him. Oh, well, that's I mean, that's easy. That's not true. I love him. I only like him because he has a pool for you guys to enjoy. Yeah, I hope we get to use that on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I would love to cool. do that. Uh, last episode, we talked about taking over Let's Play. We talked about Andrew's ankles. We talked about Jeff's new achievement. We put a, uh, talked about Team 17, Andrew's bad rep, uh, regulation flavors, the flavor draft, <laughs> Bigfoot. But that was all last time, so this is this time. Hello this and welcome time. to another... God damn it. I'm excited <laughs> about Jeff, this Jeff, time. I'm sorry. I have Go to ahead. Explain to, before, before you got here, the same fucking thing happened with this one and Nick. They were just talking on top of each other, would stop, and then talk on top of each other. <laughs> Insane. Fuck? We did the verbal thing of, you know, like when you try to pass someone in a store and then you both end up trying to adjust the same way. It's just awkward, <laughs> and you just get stuck. That was you what both we did. zigged. Yeah, we yeah, both yeah. gave each other a lot of room. Do you feel like it happens more to you than most? Uh, I don't know. I'm not polling people. I don't know how often the average person experiences that. Hmm. I'd say it happens maybe once uh, every, I don't know, maybe a year, once a year, once every few years. <laughs> I'd say it happens four or five times uh, this uh, this podcast a week. Hello a and year. welcome to a God damn. <laughs> Everybody shut the fuck up for a second. All okay. right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the F Face podcast. My name is Jeff Ramsey, or uh, some folks call me T-Bone. With me, as always, uh, Regulation, Gooch, Scoop, and Caviar. <laughs> this is episode 174. <laughs> go ahead and it's say this isn't going to be a, a great intro episode. <laughs> I think that was a great intro. I got well, everybody's I mean, to a new audience. What Jeff did where he screamed for everyone to shut up, I had to do, but it wasn't for content. I just needed everyone to shut up earlier. So you just do that in normal conversation? You just scream shut up? When when I am trying, with you guys, yes. When I am trying to get a point across or trying to get something answered and it is people talking on top of each other, absolutely. I'd say that's quite extreme social conduct. Oh. Gavin, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Haven't you spent time socially with Eric ever? <laughs> it happens at lunch. It happens in the morning. It happens around the break show. It happens in the parking lot. It happens at coffee shops. Like, <laughs> I just don't want... Just stop. If one person is talking, just let them... I just... It, all talking at the same time, and then we can't do an intro, and I can't get answers, and it's like, I'll just jump out a window. Just jump out a window. Insane. All right, so how do you want this episode to go next, Eric? Well, earlier, everyone was talking like robots. So we've already <laughs> done that. We don't have to do that now. You weren't here for that, but it was it, it was almost working pretty well. Um, what I want to... Mm, let's see. What do I want? How do I want this to go? Um, uh, well... We get, that has been like the 10th burp I've heard from Jeff in like five minutes. Are you okay? Here, here's what I want to know. Are you okay, man? Dude, I'm just pounding Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper today. I'm thirsty. <laughs> it got hot. It got hot. I was out on the tarmac today, Eric. It got hot. You're on the. You were out on the tarmac. What does that mean, Jeff? Uh, I was gonna go for a flight with my friend Gus this morning. Oh, but uh, it didn't happen. Oh. What happened? But we, but, but, but we did spend about two hours in the sun. <laughs> uh, there was a problem with the radio. Like we could communicate with the ground, but not with uh, the other people. I don't know control or some shit. And so we just didn't take off. You sat in the plane there. Yeah. Well, I drove around the plane for a little while. We drove. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Gus and I both flipped off Elon Musk's jet. It was right next to us on the top. Wow. 
Did you feel like uh, a little kid, like learning to drive? Like you're just you're not actually experiencing the thing. You're just in in like the driveway going forward yeah. and back. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. It's like you know, there's two. There's a there's a steering wheel on the left and then a steering wheel on the right. You know, Gus let me hold on to that steering <laughs> yes. wheel. It didn't do anything, but I yeah. felt like I was steering. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it was really fucking cool. Even though we didn't actually fly, just watching Gus go through the process of getting a plane ready and just seeing how. I don't know, good at it he is and how seriously he takes it. It was impressive and kind of Would fun you say see. it's the coolest you've ever seen Gus look? No. Uh, <laughs> it's up there, but he didn't look at any point uh, like he was approaching cool. No. Really? I feel like flight <laughs> stuff is like cool, impressive guy stuff. For a lot of people, guys, is, like, yeah. For Gus. But, but some people, you know, I, I include Gus and myself in that. You're just not going to look cool no matter what. He might be the the coolest nerd dweeb. Like he's been in situations where, like dealing with like convention people, like loading into like getting all the stuff from the unloading bay and stuff. He just knows he just knows what he's doing with procedure. And it's very impressive. <laughs> he is in. He is. I'll say this about about Gus. Uh, somebody that we don't ever talk about on this podcast. So here, I don't know why we're talking about him now. But uh, he is one of the most capable people I've ever met when he puts his mind towards to something. I just am trying to understand what, like, is confidence cool? Is that what you're saying is cool, Gavin? Like, what is cool about? It's not really confidence. It's just that he knows all the possible outcomes, and he knows all of the possible paths he could take based on what other people say. Like, he's just prepared. He memorized, he's memorized the org chart for everything. Like, all the, like, if, then, if, the, if this yeah, person like says no, chart. go. Yeah, he's, he's memorized every possible flow chart related to his career. Okay, I was just trying to figure out if it was actually like cool in a general sense or like Gavin's specific version of what cool would be. Maybe just impressive. Impressive might be a better word. Like you're like Andrew, you're impressive. Oh, I, I would strongly disagree with that. <laughs> you <laughs> do very impressive. You do weird shit. <laughs> it's impressive. What have you been doing, Andrew, in in Starfield? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're gonna go immediately. We talked a lot about Starfield, so I didn't plan on talking too much about it. But let's I, I not just, talk too much about it. But this is fascinating. Brief. You're a lunatic. I surveyed every single planet fully in Starfield. <laughs> there's there's a lot of planets. There's a lot more than I thought there would be. It uh, has been a grind. How many did you think there were, and how many did there turn out to be? Uh, I can pull that up quickly. I believed that there'd be like a little over a thousand because all the marketing material around the game was like over a thousand planets. So I figured that'd be less than like a thousand two hundred fifty or something like that. Like a if really, they say like over a, nice a thousand, number. you expect it to be like a thousand and three. Exactly. Yeah. So I ended up scanning. I've scanned one thousand six hundred ninety three planets. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I remember sending you and Gavin a text at 500 being like halfway there. And then around 800, I realized this is not the math is not adding up for so, how much I've left. I've played the game for about 60 hours or so, and I'm at the last mission and I've scanned 18 planets, maybe. <laughs> how many hours do you think you have in Starfield? Oh god. I, it's impossible because I just have been letting the game run ever since like I it's the only oh, thing I've yeah, been it's playing. It's just on always, so, yeah. Yeah, I can't like accurately tell, but essentially any free time I have, I've been putting it into <laughs> scanning planets up until last night. I've got like 70 something hours or maybe more. Uh, I'm level like 38. I've noticed that on the picture of your completed scans, 
you are you are level ninety five <laughs> just from scanning. <laughs> I went up, yeah. I think like I did some side missions and stuff and got to like level seventeen or eighteen, and then everything from there to I'm currently like ninety five or ninety six, and that was all just surveying. This planet after planet. Well, I could tell how little progress you've made in the game because I was like, oh, you know, Vladimir's going to be happy with all that data. And you said, who's that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's in a place called the Eye, right? Which I haven't oh, been to yet. Man. I have parents I still haven't met. I've traveled the entire universe and I haven't met my parents yet. Andrew, when you play Starfield, you're going to love it. It's such a fun game. I can't wait for you to see. <laughs> I found something fucking crazy. There's one, there's only one system I went into that immediately gives you a side quest. Blew mm -hmm. my mind. So I'm excited to fully explore that. I was like, oh, I'll check this out. I was reading on uh I was reading on Reddit today. I don't know how true this is, but supposedly they paid an homage to the the planet Reach from the Halo series. Like it's oh. where it would be in the universe and you can go there and it's a, a really lush and beautiful planet that looks kind of like Reach looked before it got glassed. I think I I think I remember that, but like when I've I've been through so many planets, my brain is like kind of broken in that way. Like it's all it's like too much data. But the real issue with this planet thing and as Gavin said, I haven't explored far enough in the game to sell any of this stuff. I haven't met anyone that can buy it, I don't think. <laughs> so I have all this planetary data on my ship. So whenever you fully survey a planet, it gives you a physical item that you can then sell. So I have that many physical <laughs> items in my ship. And I tried after I did all this yesterday to pull because I've just been throwing it in my ship's cargo because it's weightless. So you can have as much of it as you want. It's not, it's, there's no, all of the limitations for cargo is based upon weight and not items. So I have it all there. I tried to pull it all and the game just froze. So I'm, I think I'm going to have to like one by one pull it. And then I don't know if the game will just crash if I hold it all at once and try to go anywhere. You're basically just walking around holding the universe. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the whole every, I would say that my game is crashing when I was doing this, like every 45 minutes or so. Like it's I, I feel like I'm crashing way more than the average player just because every time I load in somewhere, it has to load all that stuff as well. You're that universe's Encyclopedia Britannica. I am. You want to see something cool that I found? Especially well, if it's not Starfield related. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. It is. Starfield. <laughs> Sorry. It's the last Starfield thing. Look at this. <laughs> Why do I get this on this not though? No, it is. Look at this Q-tip alien. Look at this Q-tip alien. Oh, That's wow. Weird. That's real weird. It's like a cotton top. It is. <laughs> what was it called? I don't Ow, remember. I yeah, there's no way I remember. It's Q-tip. Hey, uh, I, I have a life hack for you guys. Okay. Uh, I guess it's a life hack. It may just be like a pro tip. You let me know if there's a life. It's probably a pro tip. I have a pro tip for you guys. How about that? If you're going to hire a lawyer from like a, a law firm where a bunch of lawyers work, mm -hmm. don't, don't go to the... Emily and I found this out the other day. Don't show, don't schedule your appointment for first thing in the morning. So, and then get there early enough because you don't want to be late because you've never driven there before. So, you get there 10 or 15 minutes early and then you sit in the parking lot. Don't do that because you're going to get to see what every lawyer looks like on their way into work. And it is way less impressive to see them in like bike shorts and like sweats <laughs> and like uh, fucking their street clothes walking in. They change clothes once they get into the building, apparently. We were like, what the fuck are we, who are we hiring? So you don't want to like pre-see. You don't want to pre-see. You don't want yeah, pleasantries. You, 
No, you don't want lawyer pleasantries. You just don't want to see him going to work. You want to walk into the building and they're already in a suit behind a desk. You don't want to see the process <laughs> from the car to the front door because you will lose all confidence. Do you think some of the people behind the desk are just dressed nice from the waist up? Yeah, it's just it's just like the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> that's, that's my that's my pro tip, I guess. Probably not a life hack. I agree. No, I like it because I feel like I feel like you're cursed no matter what. Like you either have to come to terms with hiring a lawyer that you saw in like super tight bike shorts or not pick them for that reason, then learn they're like the best lawyer available and like lose to them or like have somehow them go against you and then know how dumb you are for not going with them because you saw them in bike shorts. Yeah. And just like they just haven't put themselves together yet. They're just. Yeah. Like, they just look half asleep and they're like they look like I would look walking into Rooster Teeth at eight in the morning. You know? <laughs> like, no offense to them. That's they're human. Every human being probably looks like that at eight in the morning, but goddamn, it doesn't instill confidence when you're talking about uh, life planning and I, money. And you know what I mean? I, I really liked Andrew's description of picking the lawyer, or like not picking the lawyer or whatever. Like it's an NBA roster. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not going to go with this guy. Didn't look good. Uh, pre-draft. So uh, I'm going to go with a different <laughs> lawyer. Oh man, he came back to beat us in the finals. <laughs> he's got, he's six, six, but he's got really small hands and I'm worried about his ball control. <laughs> he's definitely not the power forward that we're looking for at the moment. So we'll just move on. You got to look at pen grip strength. You got to look at just general cursive skills, memory tests. I watch the legal combine every year. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> what, what do you think the uh, podcast equivalent to uh, that would be? Like, are you looking for like Mike skills or like what, what sort of like the draft? <laughs> the com, skills. Like, yeah. You know, like the way skills. like you're talking in and out of like the mic. It's a learned skill talking directly into the microphone. Well, that's it good because this episode, Nick said I sound like shit. So, uh, oh. yeah, but then oh. you said you were up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said it's Gavin more echoey than usual. Are you recording in a different spot? Uh, I replied in your butt, which uh -huh. means no. I'm in the same spot. I don't, otherwise, I would have said the, the different place I was in. How 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 you like them mic skills? <laughs> you got them. I, I draft you number one. <laughs> What do you think is the number one skill for a podcaster that you would look for in the draft? Oh, that's a tough question. Like, what do you think is the, the top skill? Maybe a nice voice. Oh, good no, voice. No, tough. no, I don't think so. I don't, yeah. because listen to this. Like, listen to this podcast. We all sound like shit. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why this podcast doesn't, isn't on any top tens. Or look at a guy like Jack who's got a great voice, but what does he do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, fucking get him, man. Hell yeah. Um, if, do you have like a go-to uh, like smooth voice that, that you try sometimes, Eric? Because your voice is probably the easiest to pick out of this group. Yeah, but everyone says that I sound like Michael and I don't hear it, which is crazy. I don't, I don't either. The, but here's the thing. I think I don't know if we've talked about this. If your voice had to travel down a pipe, mm -hmm. the pipe is kinked. Yeah. And that's the only way I could describe your voice. Yeah. I would describe Eric's voice as a gravel road, but I, I don't mean that negatively. It's just there's a lot of there's a roughness to it. Thank you. But it's consistent. Um, yeah, I'm like a kinked pipe. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think that uh, when I talk on the phone, my wife has made fun of me for this. I have a phone voice and I learned Ooh. it like I like learned it from my dad, I think, uh, just hearing him on the phone all the time. And so I guess that's I, I do put on a voice when I have. I don't think about it. Like, I never really noticed, but I definitely put on a voice when I'm on the phone. 
So you hmm. you sound to me as if you ever see the secret of Nim. You sound to me as if one of the rats from The Secret of Nim got hit with like a ray gun and then embiggened into a human person who's very well spoken, like a very well educated rat who becomes Uh a human. Okay. Hello, is that Mr. Mr. Bedore? Yeah. Yeah, this is Eric. I've just heard you have a pretty uh, distinctive phone voice. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, uh, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, we get that going. No problem. Shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be an issue at all. Okay. So you sound like a weird yeah. pilot. You sound you, like you a go deeper. Yeah. You're a little deeper. You, you deepen up. Yeah. Gavin hung up on me. Ga- Does anybody else change their voice on the phone? Gavin, no. do you change your voice? Yeah. Do you oh, become de- American? <laughs> no, definitely not. Are you sure? And I, <laughs> no, we've done, uh, we've done our phone, our phone voices recently on this, didn't we? Well, we've done phone calls recently, but I don't know if you were doing your phone voice. Yeah, we talked, we talked about the way you answer the phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm the exact same. Mm. Mm. I think I'd go deep voice. If I'm scared, ring, ring, ring. Think- ring, ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> what? Is that <laughs> how you phone answer the phone? Hey it's, hey, it's Jeff. Is, is this Andrew? What? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Can it's you me. not hear me? No, I can hear hey, you. How's what, it going? What's, I'm good. How are you? It's, guys, it's been a while since we've spoken on the phone, and uh, while I do love to text you all day and all night, I, I just was, wanted to talk to you on the phone for a second. Jeff, I don't think we've ever had a phone call. We're doing it right now, you dipshit. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't think this has ever happened. You didn't even do a phone voice that was deeper like you were going to do. No, that was, see, that was me. I was thinking back to draft assets for podcasters. I was not talking about phone voices. Okay. So if you, if you wanted to have like a smooth podcast voice... Yeah. How, how would that go? But not well. I know that was a cue to try it, but not well would be the answer. I don't... Let's all try... <laughs> let, so, it, so nobody feels embarrassed. Why don't all, all of us try our smooth podcast well, like voices? An, like an NPR type voice? Or what type of voice are we going for? Because there's different uh, types of smooth. It could be like, ooh, coming up later. A little bit of that. <laughs> Right, I realized well. it is echoing because my, my speakers were on this whole time. I knew it! I told you! <laughs> <laughs> Up your butt. Yeah. Uh, my, look, this is my, I'll be honest, it's my lack of microphone skills have, have started to show. You've definitely fallen down the draft order. I'm sorry. You might be behind oh, Andrew now. That's God. Oh, my God. No, that is embarrassing. <sighs> is it? Because I still don't think you know what a draft is, so I don't think you know what any of that means. No, but the only reason I heard it is because I was doing my smooth podcast voice, and it cut through the headphones. Oh, I suck. Oh, man. Uh. Listen, you're no crack rock in the first round, Gavin, but you're, you're up there. You're good. We haven't decided on the next draft, have we? No, no, we have like 12 of them that we can do. We just haven't locked one in. Yeah, we Tons fucked around ideas. with the idea. We, we talked about the idea of like coming up with our f- the uh, ultimate fruit. Uh, what was it? Ultimate flavors. Yeah, the flavor, the but best flavor of each type. I don't, I don't know where we are in any of that stuff, to be honest with you. There's a lot. A lot going on. I feel like Jeff's uh, I'm sorry bit mm-hmm. that came out may yeah. have been the most polarizing piece of face since uh the, the pencil if there's one thing i've learned in uh <laughs> in the last 20 years of my career it's when i do a voice 
and any voice, it's polarizing. I don't do it very often, but I did that dumb ooh sorry thing, and that was polarizing. Years ago, I used to I used to mimic Trevor from GTA in GTA videos, and people would be like, "I'm gonna unsubscribe from Achievement Hunter if you don't stop." Well, to be fair, that wasn't that wasn't so much mimicking Trevor as just going <laughs> for like fifty minutes. It wasn't like that. I was like, <laughs> "That's pretty good." I think that's yeah. good. I haven't played the game in a while, but that sounds like Trevor to me. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's I, great. I, w- I will say if the I'm sorry one wasn't it, it was the punchlines bit. That was... <laughs> that, that, that really sent people one way or the other. Yeah, it did. <laughs> maybe, we should, maybe we should chill out on these polarizing parts that we're on. Maybe you should give us the punchline more than 40 minutes before we record the thing. Uh, well, I said we didn't have to damn do it that time. And I also said I don't, I don't even know what we would come up with. It, it, it was a terrible bit. And I tried to. No, it was I a tried good to bit. It was just a, more time would have been nice. Okay. More time would have been nice. That's all I'm saying. It was a great bit. <laughs> I am in a real pretzel, Gavin. I don't know what to do. Maybe you can help me through this. I've talked to Jeff about this a little bit. I don't know what to do. I am in a uh, Jeff family college football pickup league. <laughs> yes. And I am killing it. I'm doing great. Week two, I went nine and one for picks. You have to make 10 picks every week. I can, believe... I, can I just, can I briefly interrupt? Yeah. I don't know anything that you've said so far. No, that's fine. Okay. Let, let me explain it, Gavin. Okay. So Emily's family, my, my soon to be family as I'm marrying into the family, yeah. You know, you know, Kent and and Dwight, we went we went to Vegas together. You were there yeah. with them. You got you had many conversations. You sat right next to them at a restaurant. Yep, I remember uh, for like three straight days. You were around them constantly. So big time. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, they have uh, college football happens every year. Right. They play uh, a series of games. And every year we do what's called a college pick em, where you do this little ESPN app and it says, hey, who do you think is going to win these 10 games? And then you pick. And then we all go against each other. And then whoever does the best at the end of the year gets to make fun of everybody else. And we invited Andrew in this year. And uh, he's, he's mopping up the fucking floor with all of us. It, me, Emily, Kent, her dad, her uncle, her cousin, just all of us. It's to the brutal. point where he's like ruining all the fun? Yeah, the family, no. we're all going we're gonna to have to quit and start a different one without him. <laughs> no, this is, so this is the problem. I am so clueless. I actually accidentally made two teams in that league. And for the first two weeks, I was first and third place. I was, I'm doing really well. I dropped the third place team once I realized, because I got invited to multiple leagues, so it was just, I got mm-hmm. confused. And I don't use ESPN all that often for that type of stuff. Here's my problem, Gavin. The, the second week we did this, out of the 10 picks, I picked nine correct and one wrong. I think I'm first in the league through three weeks. I know absolutely nothing about college football. I don't watch college football. I'm just randomly picking. And I joined... You're just picking based on like random names? Names and just like, ah, I feel like uh, they might win this. And it also shows the picking percentage of like 90% of people pick this. So sometimes they'll go with that. Sometimes they'll go, ooh, I think this is an underdog because it's 60-40 and I'll go with the 40. So it's just a total guessing process by me. And I thought it was uh, like I was... So flattered to be invited, and it's like, oh, this would be a fun thing to play in, but I didn't really care that much. But after I was first in week one, I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I, I kind of care about, I guess I want to try to keep this going. Then I went 9-1 in week two, solidified myself as, as the first. Week three, I think I also did really well. 
I don't know how to continue. Like, this is not sustainable because I'm just guessing and I'm not doing any research. But whenever I do research in other sports I care about, I do way worse than this. So I just don't know what oh, to do. Oh, yeah. You, you have to keep doing it the way you're doing it. It's just I feel like there's no winning for me because if I do research, I feel like that will lead to me like overthinking and I'll screw it up. But I also want to keep winning. So it feels like I should be doing research. It just is. It's a nightmare. I've accidentally entered a nightmare. So I've been where you are, Andrew, and let me describe it as this. It's the more I pay attention to it, the worse I do. But the more I do it, the more I want to pay attention to it. Yeah. It's frustrating, you know? It's terrible. Yeah, it is terrible. I was definitely, I, I was definitely better the year before last than I was last year than I, I'm doing terribly this year. And I've paid more attention each week since I started three years ago. It's not even a thing that I can like follow because I thought, oh, maybe I'll watch games. There just isn't a lot available to me in Canada. Like they just don't air those in the same way they do in the US. So I'm stuck, but it's just, I feel like I'm pretzeled mentally of like, I don't know what to do. I guess I just got to keep not caring and just hope or maybe come to terms with I, this isn't sustainable. But that has been a frustration. My, I'm doing, it's like the best I've ever done at anything, but I can't enjoy it because I'm constantly like, I'm going to fuck this up next week. I'm going to go, I'm going to get one right. I'm going to go nine and nine losses, one win. Would you rather it go downhill because of the research you've put in or because your love just ran out doing it blind? See, I feel like no matter what, I'll spin zone it into being a negative for me. Mm -hmm. So if I do the <laughs> research and I lose, I'll say, I'm an idiot. Why did I do that? But if I don't do research and I lose, I can then argue, well, if I did the research, I would have been able to just keep it going. It's a lose-lose. My brain is just going to screw me over no matter what I do, I guess, is, is the ultimate thing. I think I just got to keep going. I got to keep doing what's working, I guess, and just see how long it lasts. <laughs> It's been it's been a pain. Is there any money involved? No, no, no. The winner has to buy dinner for everybody that they beat. That's just the only thing. <laughs> that's not that's not a real thing. <laughs> that's what we that's what we're all going to decide if you win this year. Yeah. OK, well, if it's a real thing, then I hope y'all enjoy some fucking fry smiles or smiley, it's, it's whatever they call smiles. Yeah. Potato smiles. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to have that. I'll get some Kool-Aid. I'll, I'll get the Kool-Aid mix that you got and uh, <laughs> potato smiles for everybody. That sounds like the per well, except for the fact that potato smiles are fucking bland and gross. Emily and I tried to eat them again later and we cooked the <laughs> shit out of them. They're just they're so uninteresting. Yeah, they're, they're such not. A, they are such a bad mix between a hash brown and a fucking tater tot. <laughs> they are a low tier fry. I would agree. They are that. a low tier. I, absolutely. I like a crinkle cut. I like a curly as long as it has the appropriate mm. seasoning. Do you think maybe a, fr a fry draft is, is in our future? Oh. Maybe we could do a well, it'd have draft. to be a, maybe a potato draft, because are there enough? Are there 12 kinds of fries? Well, it's going to get into like a really weird argument of like, is a tater tot a fry? Like, yes. what do you consider? Yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't think we can handle another tot related argument. Potato draft. <laughs> potato draft. Potato draft could definitely work. Yeah, because apparently Gracie, Gracie is so on board for potato draft, putting all it in caps. all caps. Oh, well, there you go. I think there's only one bad potato. <laughs> I like Ooh. the idea of going from falls to not rocks to balls to potatoes. Well, to TV ads to potatoes. TV ads is great. Could I draft chili cheese fries? Yeah, although I probably will now. What? What? Well, when we do the draft, I'll, if I get ahead of you, I'll probably will because I love chili cheese fries and they have. I mean, not if we go an egg. 
so you reminded me. Okay, but then if that's the case, could I just do cheese fries? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it becomes okay. a problem. Okay, so everything... That's, so, that, that's why I'm asking. Those are two there, different things on a menu. That's and some true. restaurants okay. have one, but not the other. That's a great qualifier, Jeff. I love that. That makes it a lot easier. Oh, Andrew. Yes, Gavin. What, what did you think of the uh, Sistrumming video? Oh, this, <laughs> thank you so much for bringing that up. I was going to put that in my notes. I forgot. What a great video. Great editing by you, Gavin. I think it's mm -hmm. a lot of fun oh, to have you film gross things. To have the camera guy run away <laughs> from the scene <laughs> is great. It also like hit notes of one of my favorite jackass bits of having the camera guy constantly on the verge of puking. It's very funny <laughs> to me. Uh, overall, I would say, Jeff, I, I have seen Olympic gold medal performances that were less impressive than your nose flaps. I, I was very impressed. Oh, well, thank I you. I can't believe that you held it down the way you did. I, I thought it was so funny seeing, I mean, I'm kind of spoiling the video, but the fact that you were so unaffected by it was yeah. incredible. I think that was a great I, I think I was most blown away by the fact that you could hear the nose flaps once they were activated. You could hear the nasal voice come through. Oh, the noise. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't consider that. People were like, he's just not breathing through his nose. And I'm like, I never said, all I said was I could stop smelling. All I said is I can, <laughs> I can turn off smell. <laughs> And I do that by closing my nose flaps. I can feel it. And it makes my voice sound differently. Uh -huh. But I'm still breathing and alive. I was in that fuck. I, I didn't die in there. This is, you're not talking to the ghost of Jeff because I stopped breathing for a minute. Yeah, I mean, I, I can stop breathing through my nose, but I think there's leakage. There's like sinus leakage. And I still end up smelling stuff. Either if it's just like yeah. a, a slight movement of a valve, it will like shift air enough for me to still smell. You've got to clamp that shit down hard. Like, I'm flex. Like, you don't know, like, maybe I should say this. When I'm closing my nose flaps, it's like the equivalent of, like, of, like, flexing your guns, right? <laughs> like, like doing a pose. Yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger doing a pose for Mr. Olympia. That's what I'm doing inside my nose. Did you, did your nose feel exhausted after yes. you filmed it? Yeah, it'll wear you out after a while. <laughs> I think it's really... It's the use of nose flaps that made it so jarring to hear. Like yeah. you saying nose, describing yourself as having nose flaps gives me imagery of like you're the fish guy from the shape of water. Or if you just <laughs> yeah. would have said I could block scent, I don't think my brain goes there. Yeah, no, it feels like what you're describing, like the fish guy from, from the shape yeah, of water. I, like I feel like that's on accurate us. on the inside. And what I love is that, like, you know, maybe five or 10 percent of the people that uh, comment leavers that that uh, mention it uh, oh, totally understand what I'm talking about. And a lot of people say I can do that, but it doesn't feel like nose flaps. But there are a, a, a subset of the community community that definitely uh, say I'm describing it the exact same way that they feel it. So I know it's not just me. Can we do that? Can I stick my little thing up your nose? The uh do you mean it? <laughs> the, uh, the little camera. <laughs> oh, the camera. The camera. Yeah, whatever. Put it. You can put whatever you want my nose. I that was the one shot that I expected. Oh, like up the nose shot? Yeah, just to see what was going on in there when he was closing the flaps. Yeah, we should uh, we should do a little follow up. Cause yeah. Because I got a little camera with a light on it. I would love to see if anything physically moves <laughs> when you go nasal like that. Yeah, I would love to see that too. I just can't get the thought of Jeff being like a reverse fish out of my head now. Of like he has... He has gills, but they're in the wrong way. And instead of allowing breathing, it prevents breathing. Isn't a human kind of a reverse fish? <laughs> Wait. I mean, fish live in the water and breathe, wa breathe water. We live in the outside of the water and breathe air.
We're kind of like opposites. <laughs> I'd argue that I live more in the water than outside of the water. <laughs> Depending on the week. Uh, have you been tubbing hard recently? Not recently, no, but there are definite times where I've been I'm tubbing hard. I've been hitting those tubs hard. <laughs> Relaxing. Would you say you're the biggest tub lord of Vancouver Island? No, I wouldn't describe myself as a tub lord Tubs, ever. Tub lord? <laughs> <laughs> Big tub guy, not a tub lord. Andrew Tub Lord Panton, that. as he likes to be called. Like, uh, I, I take a lot of baths, so I'd say I'm a tub guy, but I, I'm not anywhere near the lordship that you carry. No, it's like I'm an endurance runner for bathing. Like, if you say you have a 30-minute bath, I don't know, whatever. That's the that's early. We're just getting started. We're still trying to get the water temperature right at that point. <laughs> I think I'm old. I think I've only take a bath when I'm sick. It's a good time to take a bath. <laughs> like if you got like a stuffed up nose or you don't yeah. feel well, your body aches, you put some Epsom salts in and you just lay there for a while and enjoy the heat and try to open up the pot. Like I, it could be the only time I think I've taken a bath would be, I don't know, maybe when I had COVID last. Did you spend much time as a kid hunched over a boiling bowl of water with Vicks vapor rub in it? Mm, I was with you up yeah. until the, the vapor rub. Uh, I spent an amount of time. Yeah, when I had my, I used to, uh, I used to be one of those kids that if I got a cold, I would get strep throat, and like every time. I never had a cold. I only ever got strep throat, and I would get it like three or four times a year. And I was always sick. And they had me, they had me so my sinuses were so bad in middle school that I missed a month of school because they had to put me on some medication, and I couldn't go up and down stairs and I was all like loopy. And so I missed almost an entire month of school. And then when I got my jaw surgery, they like cleaned out my adenoids and fixed my passageways. And then I never got sick like that again. My entire childhood was that what you're describing. Yeah. Do you think that was around the time they were teaching Roman numerals? <laughs> well, third, it would have that was third grade. So it would have covered it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's the best time of year. I mean, we're in that fall season. It's spooky. It's great. There's just so many things about it I love. The leaves changing, cozy vibes, and my personal favorite holiday, Raycon's anniversary. And if you're thinking, don't you mean Halloween? Then let me ask you this. Does Halloween also give 20 to 40% off premium electronics? No. Then listen up, because Raycon's celebrating their anniversary with a sale you don't want to miss. It's a fantastic sale. It would be you'd be haunt to miss it would truly be spooky and you would be haunting yourself. You might have heard me mention Raycon's anniversary sale before this year. Raycon is turning six. And that time Raycon has really made a name for themselves in the premium audio space. Their everyday earbuds are known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32 hour battery life and a perfect in ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort. All this at half the price of other premium brands. No wonder they've already racked up 78,000 five-star reviews. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. So needless to say, there's a lot to celebrate. To thank everyone who's shown them support in the past six years, Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 40% off. I love my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. They're great. They have fantastic battery life. They're just awesome to use. You do not want to miss out on Raycon's anniversary sale. What are you going to do? Wait another year for it? Celebrate Raycon turning six with their biggest sale of the year going on right now. 
Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash face and use code birthday to get 20 to 40% off site-wide. That's code birthday at buyraycon.com slash face to score 20 to 40% off. Buyraycon.com slash face. I had an idea I like to run run by you guys. Maybe this is a dumb thought. Maybe you like this idea. I have uh, <laughs> I had to realize there are times, you know, on social media, and this is largely for sports. I have a weird relationship with like Twitter because even though someone might follow me, I just have a internal like self-hatred. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but I just feel like nothing I post is worth anyone seeing. And that by posting anything, uh, especially like specific interests like hockey stuff, it's just wasting people's time. Nobody needs to see this. And the upcoming Canuck season is probably the most important NHL season of my life in, in the sense of if they are bad this year, I kind of have to come to terms with the fact that they don't have a chance to be good again until probably 10 years from now for how the NHL works. So if, you, if we were in the middle of, say, like a break shit stream, you'd probably be watching this. I would. Uh, well, it's just like the season <laughs> as a whole. Okay. Yeah, it's not the listen. If we're in the playoffs or if we're in for anything, I would definitely do that. Yeah. If yeah. It was so a playoff game. So Absolutely. you're saying you want to talk about hockey, but you don't feel like yeah, exactly. Like there are times where, and this is a season where it's going to be a lot of pain or excitement, and I typically just bottle that. But I've been really happy this summer, and uh, I know if I <laughs> bottle that type of thing, that will reduce the happiness. Also, just sometimes I will see things from people that I like where they're. <laughs> we work. We work in a space that is always trying to be funny constantly. And I will see things that I think are funny, but I know might annoy that person. And I don't I don't post them because I just don't want to deal with their annoyance. And I don't want what's them to an be example, upset, but it's just like this is I can't give an example. I don't want to. Pre- he, <laughs> he doesn't want to do it. Example. He doesn't want to do it because, er, dude, he doesn't want to do it because Eric is. here. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> I ran it. I actually had one with Eric recently where I, I, I said, I just need to send this to someone because I, I, I can't. I'm going to I don't want to post this, but I think it's funny. And if I don't tell someone and he agreed, Eric's response to it was, please don't post this. That is it was funny. it was very funny. So, and he should not post it. <laughs> so my I had this idea. I was talking about this problem with friend. I think I'm going to make a burner account. But then the issue becomes if you have a burner accidentally posting on your real account. But I know for my time of having cheap Android phones, I could probably get like a $30 phone that I could access an app store with. And I'm, I, I'm going to call it, I think just my caviar phone, <laughs> whatever I'm feeling a little spicy. I hop on the caviar phone and I just have my burner. So whenever I'm upset about my hockey team or I have a joke that I think is funny, but like, I just know might not be great to tweet as far as like annoying somebody I care about. Um, I think I might have a, a burner caviar. Just the idea of having the caviar I like, phone. I like the I juxtaposition really of a cheap piece of shit $30 phone being called the caviar <laughs> phone as well. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> so, so this account would be for hot sports takes and spicy jokes. A spicy, like hot sports takes and spicy jokes might be a little like too strong for both of those things. Not necessarily spicy, but just like... I need a place to complain that the third line pairing isn't working out. And I know nobody <laughs> needs so to see that in my main Let feed. me 
Like, let me let me uh, approach this with uh, someone, Andrew, that you and I both hold near and dear to our hearts. Okay, uh, I'm sure. Rest in peace. You followed Norm McDonald yes. when he was alive. Oh, and yes. We. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I haven't been uh, in a long time. But when Norm was alive and on Twitter, he would incessantly post the most boring, yes. hot golf takes. And I don't think anybody complained or mind minded. Every you just knew that's what you were getting with, with Norm Macdonald. So if he can get away with posting boring fucking golf takes, I'm sure they would. People would be amenable to hearing you talk about hockey. But I don't think that I've earned that in the same way that Norm has. That works so well for Norm because of his style of comedy and this is yeah. But your followers are people who know who you are. Yeah, and also, dude, you just pulled a very Norm Macdonald style joke last week in the podcast. Yeah, but that, like, <laughs> I that is not nearly like obviously his whatever his version of that would have been would have been twenty thousand times funnier, just like infinitely better. So I'm just saying, like, I feel like that's his bit where that's not my bit. I think it's also just a mental hurdle of people are following me on a platform like that to hear what I'm thinking. I guess. But I have the issue of thinking that everything I say isn't worth posting. So it's a, it's a once again, kind of pretzeled myself. So I like the idea of having the caviar phone where I feel like <laughs> nobody's going to see any of this. And it allows me to be as boring as I want without feeling any guilt about it. That's the, the, the like strength of it. It sounds like you want to compete in the boring off. I it would be up there. That would be my submission for sure. It's mainly the idea of having a caviar phone. What if we I'm... all make caviar accounts and we all follow each other and we just have to out bore each other? But you can't be boring on purpose. It has to be like genuine interest. Dude, I will bore this. Sh Gavin, we have competition. I like this. <laughs> I think it's just our text threats is what you're describing. I think we kind <laughs> yeah, of I guess naturally already, already do this. In terms of measuring against ourselves. I don't know. I just thought the caviar phone was funny, so I wanted to share that as an idea. Hey, uh, I think the caviar phone is an awesome idea, and I support it, and I think everybody should own a caviar phone. I think, it should, I think that should be the new thing. That should be what they're called. Instead of burner phones, caviar phones. Like burner phone, burner phones so you can like hire a hitman to kill your... your dad or your, or your oh, coworker or your cousin or something or to buy drugs or whatever caviar uh -huh. phone is for is for not so hot sports takes i i uh <laughs> i think we should i think we should get into selling burner phones because we've already done the balaclava <laughs> if we next offered a caviar phone what's the what's the cheapest piece of shit phone probably oh. like a fucking mint mobile or the 7-eleven still sell phones i feel like they would be up there yeah cheap burners I just really the idea of like the wire, like replacing the word burner with caviar and every every <laughs> mention of that show is so funny. If we're going to sell caviar, <laughs> caviar phones, I have another I, I have another money making idea for us. I wanted to present to you guys. To see oh, what you think about. good. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> I, th I thought that was enthused. Well, I've been very critical of Gavin's delivery. I think that that was genuine interest. Uh, it didn't sound. It didn't sound like. That sounded like the. Am I? Mm -mm, no. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, despite Gavin's lack of enthusiasm, uh, y you know my my uh, fiance and her friend. Well, my fiance doesn't, but all of her friends read these Kindle. Uh, uh, Eric's small wife does too. They read these Kindle sex books, 
Okay. And oh, yeah. they're like, uh, they're just like Harlequin, like the new version of Harlequin romances, but they're a little randier, I guess. And they all get them on this thing called Kindle Unlimited. I guess it's like a subscription you pay for on your Kindle and then you can read books for free. So I was like, how did those people get paid? And apparently the, the people who write books that are then up on Kindle Unlimited for people to read for free or, or via their monthly service, I guess they get paid by how many pages you read. So oh, like if you wrote a, a, a book and somebody like a 10,000 page book and somebody read all 10,000 pages, you'd get paid more than if you wrote a 200 page book. So you're thinking big font. Well, what I was thinking is, <laughs> what if what if Andrew's twenty thousand things became a Kindle Unlimited book? <laughs> it's just one per page. <laughs> twenty thousand things, one per page. Twenty thousand page book. Boom. We just we we just beat the system. I, you know, I that could work. I'm not opposed to this idea. That's a big book. It's a big 20, book. Twenty thousand page pages. book. Yeah, that's impressive. Can can stuff that we've made up count as a thing? What What do you mean? Why not? Like, like could caviar phone be a thing? Yeah. yeah, I think caviar and phone could in thing. fact be two things, and then caviar phone could be a third thing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great idea, Jeff. It's like the infinite jest of just nonsense. It's exactly. Just, it's way, it's our way yeah. too big. You, you're the modern day David Foster Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> he i guarantee you david foster wallace never gave any takes on caviar phones or uh uh vin diesel or uh what's another honey mustard <laughs> or jackie chan uh Jack i chan, will i will say i will say this he did have a lot of boring hot takes on tennis though he did half of infinite jest is just boring fucking chapters of a dude going to tennis school stuff that should have been posted from the caviar phone <laughs> I'm so excited to get the caviar phone going. I can't wait. Maybe at the end of the hockey season, I will share that account with you guys and you can just see the boring takes. <laughs> I love it. What, what if we all, we all do it? We'll be boring for like three months and then we'll give an independent judge the handles and they can just look through and see who is the most boring bastard. How about, I like that idea. On top of that, I like the idea of you trying to determine because you're not going to follow this at all how well the canucks did based off of my <laughs> reading the feed <laughs> if you could accurately de determine if they had a winning or losing season you have to like get the outcome from all the boredom yes because i will be complaining a lot about the fourth line left wing regardless of how well they're doing most likely they could be undefeated <laughs> and i'd still be complaining about penalty minutes and shift rotation Who's playing left wing in the fourth line? Uh, I don't know. It's sort of like a weird thing where they're the bottom end depth of the team. There's a lot there. We have like a, we're overloaded with third liners. So maybe like Hoglander could be there, uh, which is a great name. Yeah, um, that's a great I'm name. Think who else? Could be in the fourth? <laughs> Sounds like the boys spinoff. Hoglander. <laughs> Niels Hoglander. That's like the Captain Carrot and his amazing zoo crew version of the boys. It's like if everybody in the boys was <laughs> was a farm animal. I was I was very disappointed. There's a defenseman named Jet Wu, and whenever he do something great, everyone yell Wu, but he hasn't worked out, which is disappointing. I was really I was excited about getting able to yell Wu. Wu's they out. should every time he does Wu's something out. good, they should they should play that Jet song by Paul McCartney because it go, literally goes Jet Wu. 
I'll, I'll let them know. I'll send them an yeah. email if Jet Wu ever makes it. I wonder if he was named after that. I have no idea. I've been um I've been trying out talking to myself because <laughs> apparently everyone does it mm-hmm. and it's normal. Mm-hmm. But in like if I wasn't around anyone, I would have spent thirty five years in total silence. Like I've never, really? I just never say anything if no one's there. Like audibly, or do you mean internally? Uh, just out loud. Well, I don't really think okay. in in sentences either. Really? I do. I do. A so lot. you think like, oh, that was a nice shit. I'm going to go over here and uh, load up stuff. Like you think like that? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> maybe not that specific example, but yes, in that structure. Absolutely. I took a nice shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you had like a little internal monologue about. Yeah, I said this is a nice shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got, listen, I was, I, I was granted words when I was, when I was born and I, I, well, I wasn't granted words. I was granted the ability to learn words when I was born and then I learned words. I'm going to fucking use them. So what what is going on in your head in a moment like that, Gavin? Is it just blank? Fucking is it tum- nothing? Tumbleweeds. Like, My <laughs> head is more of like when you make one of the Sims do a bunch of shit and it just queues up as like imagery, <laughs> I think. But there's no like monologue to it. There's no like, and I've been trying to talk to myself and I don't, I don't know what to say. So if you so like, <laughs> say it's time to go to bed, right? Do you just uh, do you just do you just see a picture of your bed and you in it in <laughs> I, I your like brain? <laughs> Pretty much, I just like well, and especially with something like that, something that happens every day. I just autopilot in there. I think like, oh, I'm tired, and then suddenly I'm just in the bed. That that huh. is an insane description. <laughs> you 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 stand up and then you're suddenly in the bed. <laughs> well, I don't think like oh, better go to bed. I just end up there because I've gone I've- tired. <laughs> Oh, I've really? Gone, I've stood up and I've gone tired. I am in bed. <laughs> I was just thinking earlier, like, how all my perception is so warped. Like, not having never driven a car, I'm always in someone's Uber and I'm never, like, looking out the window. So it's just like fast traveling. Like, I don't know where anything is in relation to anything else. Why don't you look out the window? I mean, obviously, you're looking at your phone, but why? Why don't you look out your window a little bit? Well, I mean, what am I looking at? The next the car over? I, here's what I'm looking at. Here's what I'm looking at if I'm looking out the window. I'm looking at the next car over, and the person driving it always looks me in the eyes. It, well, why, 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 why is that? Why is it that I can never just look at the side of someone's head? I'm either looking at someone texting while they're driving, or they're driving and then just look at me. And it makes me think, like, does the, do the cars going by always look at me, or is it just when I'm looking at them? I, um, I'm trying Either to way, like- I'm better off looking at my phone. I have so many questions, but then I need to constantly readjust under the, like, I am imagining this in the context of me and not the context of you who doesn't have thoughts and sentences. Well, I have thoughts, I guess. but they're not, they're, they're not pictures. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're image, like, I, he I sees drew. a picture, he, like, he sees a picture of a bowl of, of fruity pebbles and milk and he, he just goes and he draws, he, so, he just makes what he sees in his mind. Let me like like if I'm hungry, example. I'm like, oh, my tummy feels hungry, and you then just I said, oh, my tummy feels hungry. <laughs> right, but that's yeah. that's how I'm wording it. But I'm not like in the moment, like, oh, hungry tummy. I'm just I feel it, <laughs> and then I'll go to the fridge or I'll look at my phone or something. So I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So let's say if I'm looking at a car window and I'm not saying anything, I'm just looking. I might see a tree, and I might in my head go like, oh, that's a nice shade of green. 
I wonder if I've seen that shade before. Is it maybe remind me of this? Does it look like a like you don't do that? You don't have that in your head if you just saw a tree? You just think of a tree? Visual? I should definitely go down that thought path, but it wouldn't be... That's just not naturally what you would do. I wouldn't have thought that sentence. I, uh, you don't, like, play little games? Like, I make up games. Like, uh, oh, I saw oh, a blue yeah. car. How many blue cars will I see before we exit the interstate? You don't do stuff like that? Well, I could do that. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't think, oh, I wonder how many, you know, I wouldn't, it would just be, it, thinking is so much quicker than speaking. I don't know, I talk pretty fast in my brain. Yeah, it's almost immediate, I feel like. But like, like for Andrew, for me, if, uh, if I'm hungry, right, I discover that I'm hungry, my, I would go, I'd be sitting down and I'd go, oh, look at that. I seem to be hungry. I'll get up and get some food. <laughs> and I'll have that conversation in my head. I assume that it's the same for you because you're also a normal human. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly okay. how it works. It might be a, yeah. a thing of like thinking about what I'm going to eat. Do I want to do that? Do I not want to do that? Thinking about what's in the fridge. Maybe I'll even sing in my head on the way yeah. down. I feel like I, if I'm awake, I am in conversation. And you'll, and yeah, you'll often it, do it out Internally loud. or externally? Uh, no, I go back and forth. I wouldn't say often, but I do sometimes. Do you try and talk out loud? Like, do you talk to yourself mainly when no one's there, or do you still talk to yourself with people in the house? More uh, common alone, but sometimes with people. I don't think it matters to me one way or the other. I've definitely been in a space where I've said something to myself and someone said, oh, what did you say? And then I replied, oh, don't worry, but I was just talking to myself. Yeah, because I, I do that with, with Meg where she'll say something and I'll be <laughs> like, huh? And she's like, oh, nothing. But I've never, I've never done that. So when did you start doing this? What, practicing talking to myself? Yeah. How far into it are you? This week. Have you noticed any positive or negatives from it? Like, what is your goal with this project? <laughs> Well, I don't know, because it, it doesn't come naturally to me. I have to think first about what I'm going to say to myself. So it doesn't make... like, like earlier, I was, I, sat, I was walking upstairs and I was like, oh, I wonder where I'll go in Starfield. And I said that out loud. And I just thought, well, that's, that, I don't know what that's done for me. I don't know what that offers that I didn't already. Like, I could have thought that. Yeah. I don't think there's a right or wrong way. It's just interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Because I would say for me on the inside, it's more like, you know how we used to always joke, our friend Michael, who's very talented at talking and really good at filling space, and how we used to always say that you could just put him in front of a mirror for five or six hours and just let him go and he would just talk and yeah. fill that space. It's like that on the inside all the time. It's just if you open your mouth door or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if it has anything to do with having siblings. Because oh. you and I are both only kids, right, Jeff? And, and Gavin yeah. had siblings, so I wonder if that has in any way shifted that. Yeah, do you him. think this has anything to do with you being the least popular of your siblings? <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, I, I would have thought, would make me want to talk to myself more. Oh, that's a good point. See, from my perspective, it would be, okay, well, well Gracie's just shooting this theory to, to, to smithereens. It's not, maybe oh, it's well, not there you go. One sibling, yeah. Eric. Okay. Talks to himself. I, I mean, okay. what Gavin is describing is how wolves exist. So, like, he's just simply like, yeah, he's just on purely instinct. on instinct, where he stands up and go bed. Like he, it is, it is. That's how a wolf operates. So I don't really wolf tire. I, like the only time they talk is to other wolves, and that's howling at the moon. So I mean, like that. I don't know, man. <laughs> So I could I could be like the wolf guy? Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, that you're like the wolf, wolf guy. guy. Yeah. 
I'm like the wolf of the group. You're the rat. Andrew's the. <laughs> that made me lightheaded. The that was very funny. <laughs> Oh you're like god. You're like the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get better at it. I cuz I feel like I don't really that often struggle to come up with conversation in real life with other people, but I I'm getting myself into some real awkward silences. <laughs> <laughs> that you it's because you don't know how to talk to you. You've been ignoring you your entire life, man. You really should get to know Gavin. We love him. We've been yeah, fans for a long time. There's nothing I can tell myself that's interesting because I already know it. So do you not ever have... So you don't ever... That's interesting. You don't ever have like little moments of self-realization where you're like talking through something in your head and then you like... You like rationalize something and you go, oh, I was looking at it wrong or, oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. You don't ever have those <laughs> no. internal conversations where you work shit out. That's wild. That is scary to me, Gavin. It's, it's happening. <laughs> it's just not in words. Yeah. I think it's okay. I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to become good at this. It doesn't seem mm. like it's been an issue for you in any way. That well, I've always been problems. dog shit at explaining stuff. And I think it's because I'm on the fly converting images into words and I have never, <laughs> I've never thought of the sentences. I would really like for you to describe something to me the way that you imagine it in your head. I'd like to see like the image translation. I've, I've realized the, the only time I actually do say stuff out loud alone is when I'm editing and my Mac pinwheels and I will often just scream prick or something just at my computer. Yeah. That's about it. That's about as far as it goes. Did you ever, <laughs> when I was really young, when I was probably like five or six old windows computer, whenever it would like stall when I was trying to play a game, <laughs> I would threaten it because I thought that would make it load faster. <laughs> You'd like front on it. You'd square up to it. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, if we don't get through this load screen, if you crash again, I'm throwing you in the bathtub. <laughs> You're going right in the tub. It's over. You and me, it's over. You're getting water all over you. <laughs> I'm just trying to play Settlers 2 or Spy Fox and Dry Cereal yelling. Not even yelling. Calmly being like, listen, I'm not excited about this, but if you fail again, you I'm leaving no you in water. Yeah, this is, this, it's over. This is on you at this point. <laughs> yeah, I got to put you down. I, I'm, just, I'm just imagining Kurt Russell dumping his whiskey in the, in the, in the, in the yeah, the cheating bitch. Yeah, that's great. That's you, Kevin. That's you. <laughs> God damn. Well, uh, listen, as a as a big fan of Gavin uh, for a long time and someone who in thoroughly enjoys conversations with him, I hope you get to know him better, Gav, because he, he, he really does have a lot to offer. We're working on it for sure. All right. That's good. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. What do you refer to the inside of a battery as? I don't think I ever like have. Like battery acid? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I just I was reading an article the other day on uh, battery technology and like improvements on batteries uh, and how they're built. And they kept referring to the insides of batteries as the battery ingredients. And that just seemed really weird to me. Well, I guess they're that different, aren't they? Like lithium or like yeah. lead acid or. I just I guess I only think of ingredients when it relates to food or drink. Usually I don't think of like batteries as having ingredients, but I guess technically they do. It just really stuck out to me. It's been, it's been bugging me. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like talk about 
a Billy bookcase from Ikea is like all the ingredients. Right. So why a battery? I never even really thought about there actually being an explanation for buzzwords on batteries. I viewed it in the same way as like Mountain Dew. Like if I Duracell lithium is no different in my head than Mountain Dew code red. Like it just is is exciting words that follow the product. I see. I see. I've put very little thought into batteries outside of I don't. You remember, have you seen those batteries where you like you can squeeze it and it tells you how yeah. much battery? I don't trust that. I don't <laughs> I believe think, that's real. I think that's they don't really. I think those that's kind of dead, right? Didn't yeah, that's like, like you don't really twenty five year old tech. I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But, well, I feel like it research had like resurgence in like twenty eighteen, and I've seen them a lot, and I was like, I don't trust this. Would you consider your bones and organs to be Gavin's ingredients? <laughs> I'd consider well, them to be wetware, is I think what I'd consider them. Yeah, that's all, that's all, all wetware. Wet I feel yeah. like ingredients is only ingredients when you have to combine them first. Mm. Like you can't smash open a dog and say, look at all the ingredients. Like it came that way. <laughs> I don't know why you went with dog. I don't know. Why do you... <laughs> You hate but dogs? would you but would you not no. say that the inside of a watermelon is its ingredients? <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Gavin, go back to talking to yourself, please. I, I didn't think there was a problem. There might be a bigger yeah, problem. Yeah, don't say than anything like that out loud. Don't walk around and say, "What are the ingredients <laughs> of SME?" And then it's not. It's not good. <laughs> I think there are only ingredients if you had to collect and combine them. I don't feel that, like. What about when you're making a recipe? Yeah, there's an ingredient list. Right. And what are you doing with them? You're going to combine them, but I'm, I thought, okay. <laughs> well, the, so, so aren't, aren't you just, your, just the ingredients of your, of your mom and your dad? Like your dad deposited ingredients into your mom this, and then you were born. Jesus. This conversation Christ. sucks. That's fucking science, man. Come on. That recipe we're will not be adults. in the cookbook. Jesus Christ. Not ingredients. Ingredients are any part, any of the food or substances that are combined to make a particular dish. If that dish is Gavin, then this applies. <laughs> if the dish is a battery, I guess it still applies. I feel like you just took us on a road for you to say that. That it was all for that. <laughs> no, I just came up with that in the moment. <sighs> <laughs> oh, God. There's got to be. Yeah, I think. I think you could, yeah, it's not ingredients if it starts that way. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have a conversation with myself off air and see if I can get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I might try and record myself talking to myself. Dude, you Please should. do. You absolutely should. That would be awesome. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> Like, have you never had a conversation in your head and then disappointed yourself? I do that all the time. <laughs> like, why did I say that? Or why did I think that? Or, oh, oh you, yeah. you're better than that, Jeff. Come on. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm always disappointed in my Constantly. own conversation with myself. Yeah. You also provide yourself with the immediate feedback. Like, if you say something that you don't like, you'll just be, you'll follow up with like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will sometimes, if I say something that I, I, I'm like, that was a really dumb thing to say uh, internally, I will then turn it into I'm doing a character audibly. So it wasn't me. So I could disown that that was a that was a thing I said. That's how Johnny Caviar was born, right? Essentially, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we don't have all the ingredients for Johnny Caviar. So let's still working on it. 
you still figuring phone. it out. Yeah. Have you guys ever done that thing where you're at a, let's like say a convenience store, like the one right by my house, for instance, last Friday night, and uh, you go in to buy some <laughs> potato chips, but you don't really know what kind of potato chips you want, but you know you want something kind of salty, so you go in to get potato chips, and then you're looking at all the potato chips, and you realize that nothing looks better than anything else. Nothing looks better or worse than every flavor and every style and every uh, parameter around a potato chip or a corn chip is is exactly the fucking same and yeah. you're and you're standing there and you're like there is no goddamn difference between a frito and a dorito anyway so which one do i pick and then you realize you have been standing in a convenience store looking at potato <laughs> chips for like 15 straight minutes and it is way 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 too long and it is noticeable and people are noticing that you're standing there staring at the potato chips because it's been at such an inordinate amount of time so you just grab the first three bags of potato chips you see and buy them to get the fuck out of there and then end up with nothing that you wanted that, that's no. a factor of the bland ass american selection i would i would say if you're looking at transformer snacks and twiglets and frazzles it's, su it's such a different variety. I, I think your eyes would light up. I mean, you just described a bunch of shit I would never put in my mouth again. <laughs> hmm. I still think about how bad Twiglets are. Why don't you shove it up your ass, all right? <laughs> it would be more enjoyable than it being in my mouth. I would rather. Can't taste worse. I'd opt for that. <laughs> it's out, yeah? Yeah, Does that comes out, out the week? week that we're recording this. Yeah, so it's out. Okay, good. <laughs> I got an enema the what? other day. What? This is the what? end yeah. of the episode. What the fuck is going on? That's the craziest way that we could... That, what happened? I mean, if, if anything's going to trump the end of an episode, it's butt news. It's enema news. What's the not, latest? Not like, a, like, not like an intentional enema, but I oh. went to Schlitterbahn <laughs> last weekend. It was the last day it was open, and I hadn't been in like 14 years. I think since Millie was like four or five. We had been king once. It's the last time I went. <laughs> and uh, I rode on this ride called the Master Blaster. I'd never ridden on it before because the line is always too long. And I think it's like, I think it was the first uphill water slide like in, in the oh, world. No. And I never really thought about how that works or what that meant. But I, because it was the last day it was open, there was never a line. So I, like, out of all the times I've been to Schlitterbahn, I've never ridden on one of the fancy rides because I refuse to stand in line for more than 30 minutes for anything. I'm just not going to do it. And those lines are like fucking three hours long in the summer. You go to Schlitterbahn, you ride two 90-second rides, and your entire day is over. The rest of it, you, you spent seven <laughs> hours in lines trying to get there. Like, that's just fucking stupid. That's a stupid way to spend money in a day. Uh, so it was pretty empty because it was the last day. And so I went up, and I rode on this Master Blaster ride with Emily. And the first thing it does is shoot you uphill. Uh, and the way it does that is by shooting about 75 liters of water straight up your asshole. Like the, the ride immediately pulled my pants down and immediately injected water up my butt. And I was like, oh, and then you go down and then you go up again. And like six separate times on that ride, I got injected with water like like a high colonic of the highest order. It was How insane. does it pull the pants down but shoot the water up? It, like, I don't know, dude. It like pushes them away. It like pushes them up your legs. Because the water is like going going forward, and so you're laying down, and it just like pushes in between your shorts, uh, like, like your waistline, and it just shoots your shorts up, and then just right up your asshole. I don't understand the physics of this. I need a diagram. Well, I'll take you. I'll, when, when they open up in the spring, I'll take you, and you can see what I mean. I went with you before once, didn't I? Like 20 years ago. It was so long ago. Was that the time that we got you to eat that pepper? Oh. Me, and, me and Jason and Gus? Well, yeah, I almost, I almost died. Yeah, that was probably 15 years ago.
That was still the spiciest thing I've ever eaten. Wasn't it just like a jalapeno? Sor- Wasn't it just like nothing? We told you it was a jalapeno, I think, but it was a serrano, maybe. <laughs> I think that might have been what it was. That how, how that went down. Like you were pepper dumb, and so we tricked you. <laughs> I think wasn't, or maybe it was just a really hot jalapeno. But yeah, I remember you having a real tough time with it. <laughs> wasn't Becca there too? She might have been. Just... Might have been. I remember Jason specifically being. There. <laughs> I remember Jason like almost falling over laughing. Yeah, that's the, really the only thing I remember. We were all exhausted from being either Tubin or at Schlitterbahn, and we stopped at like a rest a barbecue restaurant on the way home, and then yeah. I feel like my my earlier times in Texas, uh, it was just like so overwhelming and scary. Just like being in America in general to me was so new. And then I was like, I'd always try and keep such a low profile and never draw any attention to myself. And then I ate that and I was just rolling around on the floor in public, <laughs> like in the dust. <laughs> just like, ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, can we get can we get those noises isolated for me, please? I'll need those for the break show later. Nick, thank you. Shit. <laughs> can we get that isolated as well? Yeah, Nick? that was a good one. That was great. That was thank clean. You. Thank you. I've been making and giving them to Mike Pertle, and he's been putting them on the soundboard, so I want to keep adding them in. Ah, uh, it's great. Well, should we uh, fucking end this thing? Hey, so Let's think- Play launches this week where we're taking it over, and we're going to be putting up videos on the Let's Play channel. That's pretty exciting. This, it happens the week that this airs? Yes. Wow. What week does this air? Uh, 10, Jesus, uh, in what, two weeks or something? Like 10-4? So Friday the 6th will be our first Let's Play video on uh, the Let's Play channel on YouTube. And then Monday the 9th will be our first episode of Face Off that will be on Rooster Teeth first. Let's Ooh. not call them Let's Play videos. Let's call them regulation gameplay videos. Okay. Regulation. On the, on okay. Well, our, first, our yeah. first regulation gameplay on the Let's Play channel will be up on ten <laughs> six. Uh, you can check it out there. <laughs> Nick's very excited. You can go to facepod.com slash first and you can sign up and that supports us directly. Just a heads up if you're looking to do that to check out Face Off. Keep uh keep your eyes peeled for Andrew's twenty thousand twenty thousand things coming to uh, Kindle Unlimited. It's gonna be spicy. <laughs> it's gonna be spicy, spicy, sexy. Does it book. need to be spicy? Wouldn't hurt. Okay. Wouldn't hurt if you threw a couple. Sp- you know, not all twenty thousand things don't have to be spicy. But if you wanted to throw no. five or six spicy ones in there, I'm sure. Uh, okay. I'm sure. Uh, all of the ladies that are that are reading, or just all the people that are reading book talk, would probably appreciate it. How right. how many pages do you think it would take to? For you to get someone wet. What? <laughs> I'm, this is what? <laughs> what? And you thought I was being inappropriate. Uh, I could. G- uh, uh, I want to answer this, but I feel like I shouldn't. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Major League fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. Who doesn't know how to use their phone? It's the Caviar Collection. Let's break some sparkle surprises. Alien babies. Penton breaks the Discord website. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face. Face.